Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor of Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are nearing the end of John chapter 6 in our devotional journey through John. Now, I'm really enjoying teaching through this verse by verse, taking our time. And uh, and it's been great getting some feedback from some folks that have been telling me they've been listening to this and, and, uh, and using it in so many different ways. I want to remind you that this could be used in a handful of different ways for you and for your family and for your friends. I know a few families that at the dinner table after their meal, they just turn this on and this kind of launches them into a time of devotion where uh, where they listen to the video or they watch the video and then and then dad or mom, they just ask, hey, what stood out to you or, or what is what is the Lord putting on your heart as you listen to this word and this teaching? That is a great way to do it. I know others, a number of guys that have told me that they, they start their work day, they get to the office a few minutes early and they grab their cup of coffee and they turn this on to start their day. And if that's you, that's awesome. And, uh, and I would encourage you, if you're doing it as a family, if you're doing it alone, if you're doing it on your commute, I would encourage you to maybe share this with family or friends and allow this to be something you do in community. Allow this to be maybe a a centerpiece of conversation throughout the week so that you're not just kind of growing solo in your own lane, but rather you're growing with others side by side, working through the gospel of John and just marveling at who Christ is and what he has done for us. Marveling at the the ancient ways that we learn and, and how to live according to them in our modern day. Now, let me, let me jump us into our text today. Today, we're continuing as Jesus is teaching about how we are to eat his flesh and drink his blood. Now, remember, the key to this is, is that we are to have faith. Jesus is not talking about us cannibalizing him, but rather, it's, he is speaking to us, telling us that we are to believe truly in who he is and what he has done. Now, in John 6, he has not been crucified yet, but he's He's laying the breadcrumbs out so that we will learn about what what he's talking about. And and ultimately, we will understand his crucifixion and resurrection and the significance of it when we finally get to it. Now, let's jump into today's today's text. John chapter 6, starting in verse 56. Jesus, he's he's, uh, continuing to talk here. And so let's look at what he says. He says, uh, yesterday we saw him hint at resurrection life for those who believe in him or eat his flesh and drink his blood. Our resurrection life is built upon his resurrection life. Well, the, the teaching continues, and here's what he says. He says, whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the Father sent me, I live because of the Father. So whoever feeds on me, he will also live because of me. Now, before we move on to the next few verses, look at this word abides. This word abides, it means remains or continues. So here's what he's saying. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood, this is the person that has faith in me and they continue in me. They remain in me or they rest in me. This is the person that they're not going to and fro looking for all different sorts of ways to be saved or all sorts of different ways to live their life. They they find their hope and their rest and their salvation in Christ and, and in Christ alone. Verse 58 says, this is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread that the fathers ate and died. No, no. He's saying, I am something completely different. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Now, go back to that word abide. The one who abides in him. 
He's saying, this is the one who believes in me. You see, when we have faith in Christ, this is not meant to be a, a one and done, oh, you know, I prayed a prayer one day. I raised my hand when, when the pastor asked who wants to trust in Jesus. I walked the altar one day, and so I was saved, and then I, then I the rest of my life I just live however I want. No, faith has an impact in our life. The, the impact that faith is meant to have is it leads us into abiding in Christ. It leads us to remain or continue in him. This makes sense because when we trust in Christ, we are, we are in his hand. We're going to see in John chapter 10 that, that he doesn't let anyone slip out of his hand. We've seen this already. We've seen that, that Christ promises that he will not lose any that the Father give to him. The Father ensures that they will be steadfastly protected, that they will in fact remain. They will in fact continue that you and I, when we trust in Christ, when we truly trust that he died for our sins and was resurrected, we will remain in him. Now this remaining, it's, it, it's this kind of, uh, we, we, we're sitting in him and it, it's passive, but, but it's a passiveness where we, we are actively uh, just growing. We're growing because we're in Christ. We are feasting on him in his, who he is as the bread of life. We, we, are, we are drinking his blood. We are keeping our eyes on him. Now this is, I would call this, this is when we preach the gospel to ourselves. This is what, we, what it looks like when we remain or abide in him. Well, what this means is day in and day out, we, we, we have good days and we have bad days. We have moments when we fail and when we sin and we have moments when we resist temptation. But, but regardless of whether we're doing great or whether we're, we're falling flat on our face, what we do is we preach the gospel to ourselves. What it sounds like is in those moments of success, we say, God, I thank you so much that your spirit is working in me. I recognize that left to myself, I would, I would run away from you. I would, I'd be prone, I am prone to wander, but you are working in me. And so I give you glory and credit for all the good that comes out of my life. Look, you are remaining and abiding in him. You are recognizing that it's through Jesus's work that anything good comes out of your life. But then in those moments when you fail, in those moments when you fall on your face, in those moments when you find yourself pursuing sin and then you come to your senses and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why did I do that? Lord, I, I hate this, that I, I have these wrong desires that are mixed with my good desires that you have put in my heart through the gospel. What do you do in those moments? You remain in him. You say, I am so thankful, Lord, that through Christ, my sin has been forgiven that Jesus paid the price for all of my sin, that he was resurrected to give me life, and I have resurrection life in Christ, not because I'm continuing in goodness, but because Christ paid the price completely. And so even when I fail, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus and his blood. Him, his cross, his righteousness, this is where I now stand. This is remaining. This is abiding. It's not being good enough and trying harder. It's preaching the gospel to ourselves over and over again. This is, this is the one. This is whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood, whoever has faith in Christ, abides in him. He says, 
not only does that person abide in me, but I abide. I remain in that person. We, we are joined. We are united with Christ. And that is our hope. So to the, the, the weary pilgrim who is stumbling as you pursue Christ, who is, who is trusted in Christ but finds yourself struggling with sin. Maybe you, you've uh, done something that you know is wrong and you, you, you've got this guilt and this burden. Listen, in this moment, you are not dismissed as worthless and cast out in this moment. Look to Christ. Remember his flesh given for you. Eat his flesh, drink his blood, trust in his gospel abide in him, remain and continue in him. And in doing so, remember his grace and his mercy. And in doing so, remember his forgiveness. Remember the new life you have and the resurrected life that you will one day have forever. Abide in Christ. Brother or sister, I I pray you find strength in this message, in this hope, and in this ancient way for our modern day.